Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints Twitter podcast coming at you. This is the Saints Twitter recap of the 2021 NFL draft that the Saints had. Um, This is after our video clip uh, from our live stream of our natural reaction of the Saints first round pick of Peyton Turner. Edge from Houston went viral a little bit. Uh, the Saints finished off their draft class. I've been kind of, I will not say kind of, I have been kind of on a rampage on Twitter, just kind of with my displeasure with the draft class. But I, I'm going to acquiesce and just start with you. So let's just, I'll, I'll list off the start. So first round pick, they stayed pat. They didn't trade up. Um, they drafted Peyton Turner, Edge, Houston, uh, round two, uh, they take Pete Warner, linebacker, Ohio State. I really think they were going to take Dwayne Eskridge, but the Seahawks fucked that up a couple of picks before. Um, and then Terrace Marshall Jr. was taking a pick right before them by the Panthers. Um, and round three, they go uh, Pawson Adebo, cornerback Stanford, which is the first player that the Saints, well, I guess for any team in this year, but um, they did draft a player um, who did opt out a season, which was which was interesting in itself. Um, I gotta pick, I gotta pull up. I know they drafted Landon Turner from Kentucky. Oh, Ian Book was in the fourth round quarterback Notre Dame. Well, um, and then they oh Landon Turner, Landon Young. I don't, I don't fucking. I should have Landon Young uh, tackle guard from Kentucky and then they finish it out with Kawan Baker wide receiver Southern Alabama in the seventh round what do you think man um man like I, I'm trying to think of how I felt after this draft and compared it Compared it to how I felt in the past drafts, and it kind of reminds me of the uh, kind of like the 2000. I can't even really say the 2018 draft. I almost said the 2014 draft, but at least I was. But but at least with that draft, it was like we took Brandon Cooks. Yes, and it was like I was kind of excited about that, but it's like the rest of it was trash. So <laughs> I can't even say that. It, I, I, I say it's more like the 2010 draft took P. Rob. We got you know we got Jimmy Graham. That was good, but it was like you know who's this guy? He's a you know, college basketball player, you know. Um, so uh-huh. it, it, I, just, I just came away feeling like that, like just kind of like, eh. 
And in 2010, I really didn't care because I was still basking in the Super Bowl. Right, bro. They could have drafted like, whoever they want. I was like, who gives a fuck? We bought, we bought the we bought the two peak. What you talking about? <laughs> All I remember from the 2010 draft is I wanted the Saints, and this is why I told myself, like, I'm not gonna fucking watch any anybody next year. I wanted them to draft uh fucking place with the Bills now. He's played for the Colts. Oh um, Jerry Hughes. And he's still bowling for the Bills, bro. Still in the league, bro. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Saints were a hundred percent gonna draft him. Um, oh, oh! I think that came out. That was a hundred percent going to drop. And, and then the Colts. I'll take the Super Bowl though. I'll take the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they could have Jerry Hughes, and then they got traded to the to the Bills, right? Like, mm-hmm. was, yeah, that's right. He got traded to the Bills because he wasn't um, good with the Colts. He wasn't good. They, they didn't know how to play him. They didn't know where to play him. Right. So yeah. with this draft, I felt a lot like I felt. After the 2018 draft, right? Uh-huh. Um, when they traded, you know, the world got drafted, got up in the draft, got two first. Um, I've learned with the draft when watching players that, and I think I did this a lot before I emotionally disconnected, but like you, a player would be picked and then like you'll watch their tape and maybe you don't see it. But then you try to talk yourself into them being good. Like, exactly. <laughs> I've learned, like, when I watch them, if I don't see it, I don't see it. And I, right. and that's, and, and I think a lot of that comes from the emotional disconnection. Cause I remember why, I remember when they, when they drafted Marcus Davenport and I watched them initially and there were some splashes, but like overall, I was like, they give up a future first for him? Like, exactly, exactly. This dude? And, like, I kept watching, and then me and you were talking, and I was like, yeah, but he kind of has some traits of, like, Jadavion Clowney. And I was like, yeah, I could kind of see. And then I, 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 like, talked myself into it, right? Right, right, right. I don't do that anymore, bro. <laughs> like, I watch, and I'm like, either I see it or I don't. And I, I hope I'm wrong in this. And I know people who've been following my tweets or whatever think I'm coming across as a negative Nancy. I do not wish that these players are back, right? These are, these are my opinions. I may very well be wrong. Me as just being Joe Blow, I, I've gotten some things in the draft right, like right on the money. I've gotten some things drastically wrong. I'm just like an NFL team, right? Like Hello. <laughs> Multi, multi-billion dollar organizations. Like people come to me like, are you a GM? Uh, yeah, no, like, no, but like, I know some GMs that fuck up shit too. Like what are we doing here? <laughs> like what resume do you have to evaluate players? Um, not much. <laughs> But you know what? The the hit rate is about the same. About the same, bro. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. You're either right or you're wrong. I watched this class and I said, in my head, and I even, t- I don't know if I tweeted it, but I know I texted it to you. And I texted it to, to Max. Uh, shout out to Dark Saint. I think I texted it to our homeboy, Joey. I said, this might be the worst draft class Sean Payton's ever had. Like, oh. that's, that's just me watching what I've seen on YouTube. Um, I, you know, and that's that's all we could do, right? We I don't have all twenty two of these players breaking them down, but when I watch, I just it just I felt very meh across the board. Just I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I believe it or not, I actually like this draft more than last year's. I think last year's might be the worst. Yeah, bro. Last 
I mean, yeah, last. And I'm not, and I'm, that's not me saying like this was going to be like crazy good out the water. I'm just saying that's how bad last year's was. You know what's funny is though, I felt I felt very mad after last year's draft too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, okay, okay, we drafted the one. It was like first. you know, arms up emoji, like, yeah, okay, we'll see. <laughs> and so, typically, it's shown that what we felt after the drafts have been right, right? Like, <laughs> like right. Um, that that said. Let's let's let's, stay, let's let's talk about the first round pick that caught us by caught us by surprise. There was a run on corners, and if you listen to Peyton, Sean Peyton's his his presser. Here's the thing that I guess I find kind of annoying is that, and shout out to my girl, my girlfriend Jay Ron. It is insane that every player except for Ian Book, because there wasn't a large there isn't a large sample size in terms of athletic um, attributes, and plus quarterback is a completely different position that you can't analyze athletic data and, and match it up with other quarterbacks. That's not how it works. Uh-huh. So every other player other than Ian Book was exactly the Saints prototype since 2006, uh-huh. bro. Every single one. Yeah. Was on, her, was on her list, which is insane. Um, so we can start with, with Peyton Turner. Uh, but what I was just saying is that Obviously, the Saints have a type in the type of defense that they want. They want big, like, hus, like, six, five, yeah. just power, yeah. imposing defensive ends. I yes. know, I, I think uh, one of the Saints guys on Saints Twitter said uh-huh. that it was, it would be lazy to compare Peyton Turner to Marcus Davenport. Like, if you watch, if you go and watch, go back and watch Marcus Davenport from University of Texas, San Antonio, and put him right next to Peyton Turner at Houston, they play almost like the exact same player. Very similar. Very similar. And I've seen that a lot, you know, like Nick Underhill, uh, Kevin Kevin Washington, everybody like, oh, you know, just comparing him to two firsts is, you know, to Marcus Davenport is lazy. I'm like, yeah, it's probably lazy, but the shit true, like, you know what I'm saying? My eyes don't deceive me, bro. Like, I'm not I, dumb. And it's like it's not saying that he's going to be follow the exact career path of Marcus Davenport. They are the same exact player with the same exact traits down the line. But when you look at him and you try to project him as what kind of player he's going to be, and you look at what Marcus Davenport was as a prospect, not what he is now, but as a prospect, and you project him what kind of player where he's going to be, it's about the same. Like. You project yes. him as like not some twenty-one sack, speed rush, you know, Dwight Freeney type. You know what I'm saying? But he's like a more long, win with power, bull rush, um, hand usage, good against the run, good against the pass. Like if he works out to be the best he could be, that's what he's going to be. He's just going to be like one of those big, just solid, you know, uh, right DNs or left DNs that just you know that's just you know solid. And that's what Marcus Davenport projects as. It's the same thing. Like, and this, if you see their traits, it's it's the same traits. It's the long arms. It's the powerful hands, powerful arms. It's the uh, you know not super fast, fast get off, but enough agility to you know to shot tackles and stuff like that. It's also the same negatives to where you know they kind of rush without a plan at times and um, kind of lose focus or kind of just disappears into the wilderness of going against. You know, 
Timbuktu tackles that you never heard of. You know that, what I'm saying? Like you hit on it though. Like that's the like I'm sorry, like when I want when I watch edge rushers, I want to see that boom, that get off. Right. Like that exactly. that ball snap, boom. And with Marcus Davenport when he was at University of Texas San Antonio and with Peyton Turner, when you watch them initially, you don't see that because like they don't have that that quick first step as opposed to, and I'm not, again, obviously he was, he was taken early in the draft. You go put on some Jalen Phillips. It was like, look, I mean, what we text each other. Like soon as we put on. Soon as we watch the film, Ryan. It was like, whoa. But whereas with somebody like Peyton Turner is like, you got to keep watching. You keep watching. Oh, he, okay. He did good on that snap right there. Then you watch and watch and watch. And watch it. Oh, okay, that was a good snap right there. And you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you're kind of waiting to see it. You see the potential there, but again, if we're going back to Marcus Davenport. I mean, I could I've retweeted my analysis on uh Marcus Davenport's uh prospect tape. Oh, did uh, you really? I didn't even see that. <laughs> I didn't well I didn't retweet it. I'm probably gonna retweet it later, but like if you go ahead through and read that, it's Exactly what he's been. Exactly. exactly what he's been. Like it's yep. exactly. It includes all the high upside stuff, potential stuff that he does well, and all the negatives and the projection. And it's just like it's a projection. It's all you know what you know what's funny? Do you remember who the first person who came on our pod that kind of was like down on Marcus? It was Baldy, bro. Like when Baldy came on this pod, he was like <laughs> he was like, like he said he got to learn how to beat some tackles. He got to beat some NFL tackles, man. Right? Come on, man. And then I'm, I'm watching this Peyton Turner film, and he getting beat by uh, – he getting abused by Tulane tackles? I, the second half of the, the Tulane game was good, but that BYU offensive line, like I watched mm-hmm. that game. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's like, okay, okay, you don't win every snap, but it's like, okay, man, like you got to look at the level of competition. If you're this kind of – Freak, shouldn't you just be dominating? Dominating, dominating. Like, like, why is he on the same field as these guys? This should be like, oof. Like he was. You know, he like, was I'll, okay, so let let's try to uh, let me try to rein back the negative because I know people are going to be in our midst. Yeah, yeah. So what what can he bring to the defense? We lost. We lost, we lost. Trigger Trey. Um, you know they did pick up two first fifth year option. Um, that we talked about in the live stream. We really hadn't talk, had a chance to talk about it, you know, on the pod. Um, we, but in the live stream, basically, like, you tweeted, and, like, I echoed what you said. It's a, this is a sunken cost policy, bro. Like, yeah. they invested so much in Marcus Davenport. Like, they just don't want to be wrong. So they're right. like, oh, we, we'll, pick up, we'll pick up the fifth year. You know, this is going to be a contract year for him. He's going to motivate him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever. But what is Peyton Turner, from what you've seen, bring to the Saints defense as it currently stands? Look, I mean, one thing I've, I've seen watching him, I think he is – I don't think he's as raw as um, Marcus Davenport was coming out. I think you, if you watch him and you pay attention closely, he does uh, study well, – I wouldn't say study, but he does pay attention to how the tackles attack him when he's trying to attack them. And he changes up as the game goes along. Obviously, he got he has room to much room to grow for his like hand usage and you know being a tactician and stuff like that. But I think 
he does have some mental traits as a football player that I think will help him. So I do think he's somebody that really could contribute early, like really like probably week one, if not, I'm not saying be a starter, but at least come in on some of the third down snaps and give us some pass rush. You know what I'm saying? Be some fresh, you know, if we're up, say we up 20, you know, up 15 points, up 17 points in the third quarter, they can come in and get some snaps and use that athleticism and, you know, the fresh legs, young legs, and get after after a guy. He's, he should definitely be in the rotation. And look, like I said, I don't think he will ever be like a 20-sack dude or 18-sack dude, but he has a lot of the traits that Cam Jordan had when he was coming out. He was a big yes. – he's smaller now than he was when he was playing. He was a big player when he first started out. He lost some weight. Uh, but he, apparently he played at about 280, you know, and uh, he's bound to be like 270 now, I believe. Um, so, you know, we'll see where, you know, where they manage his weight and how he wants to play. He does play inside some, and he he's pretty good at it. Like, his, he, I mean, his arm reach, like when he put, puts the arms up, he shocks people when he wants to. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, he has that arm length and that strength. But it's really all about like just developing them. Like Ryan Nielsen, he's a uh, sister head coach now. Like you making money now, bro. Like that 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 position came with a raise, so you got to coach up these dudes, man. You got to coach him up and like yeah. turn him into something. He, and we'll see. Like well, I don't know how. Like Marcus, I can't analyze these dudes' personalities. We joke about Marcus Davenport like playing anime and chilling and shit. I don't know if he's really like that. That's just my how I view him. Oh no. This dude, if you ever see, like, especially when he, when, like, earlier in his career, like, following on, on him on Twitter, he hundred percent is into anime, bro. Like, without, oh man, without a doubt, like you can tell by some of his tweets, it's not even. <laughs> then, then I, then I, uh, my dude Ryan Berger, he he posted a picture of uh, Peyton Turner doing some kind of yoga, some shit, or some. I don't know, man. Like, nothing wrong with yoga, but I'm just like, come on, man, just give me like a monster, give me some ignorant. Pass rusher that just want to, I don't know, just, just destroy quarterbacks. Like you know, what I'm saying this dude nice. He's such a swell guy. You know, it's, it's so it's so funny. If they if they want to if they wanted to go defensive, you know, Ed so bad. Like I just wish they would have just traded up and got you know just just go, go up and go get Jalen, man. Just, just go, go get, get him. him. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I'll just be like, oh well, you know, at least I like you know at least he's a good player. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Maybe we so, gave up too much. Oh well, you got a good player, you know. Um, it's and here and here's the thing too. We we know Marcus is probably going to miss some games, but to be real, um, but it, I think it's a little concerning that in a eight game season, like Peyton Turner only played like four games. <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> but in here and, and this and this is the thing that people need to realize. Like, this is not. What Ryan and I bring you is completely objective, ob- objective, objective bro. Like, we're not going to give you the team spin. We're not worrying about if we say the wrong thing, like someone's not going to give us sources. This is this is just real shit. And if I, I think this like this past weekend, it was like and I and I've stopped viewing the Saints with rose colored glasses in a long time. But I think this past weekend was the first weekend. Like, I just let the fucking chopper say like. Yeah, this is just and and the, I tweeted this. This was a very defensive heavy draft. I, I know they took 
players, but those players were taken later. And I tweeted, I said, the first three picks were on defense. This defense needs to be elite, bro. Like, yeah. it needs to be close to elite as, as, as possible because this, these are a lot of draft capital resources being put into the defensive side of the ball. Um, and it got it got to be good. Like you, it can't be just average. It needs to be good, and I think that's where my concern is. Is that this this league is an offensive driven league, man? Like teams yeah, yeah. win on offense, and we'll, we'll get we'll get into that point later. Let, let's let's go on, let's go on and talk about our round round two pick. Oh, our, <laughs> our good old buddy Pete Warner. Ohio State linebacker, bro. I had tweets. Oh, I said I had two tweets leading up to the draft. I said a white linebacker and Ohio State. Oh, that's a saint right there. Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough, Pete Warner is a fucking saint. Um, I remember. I remember when you tweeted that you was like, hmm, OSU, "White OSU linebacker, <laughs> duly noted." Duly noted, nigga. <laughs> I remember you tweeted that. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I know this team, Ryan. We know this team. They don't, they are who they are. Listen, man, first of all, and I tweeted, one of the first things I tweeted said, if you're drafting a linebacker in the second round, then are, are they just, because we say this on our podcast, teams will tell you what they think. That is, that's what teams do. So to me, when I saw this pick, we'll get into him as a player. I said, well, "What the hell are we doing with Zach Bond? Then is he just a was he just a wasted third round pick?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know. I mean, I don't care what Sean Payne said. Like Sean Payne's like, "Yeah, you know, you expect big things from Zach Bond." I'm like, "Man, show me, <laughs> just show me, show me that you believe it. You can tell me that all you want. Show you me just that. you just drafted his replacement because." Okay, you let Anzalone go. Quan got, you know, was cut. But it's interesting that Ian Rockport had kind of tweeted that they Saints were potentially going to bring him, bring him back, but maybe then drafting Pete Warner, you know, changes that. I will say though, man, I've seen Quan in some workout videos. He looked fast. He looked faster than fucking Pete Warner. Anyway, anyway, so so that would tell you that the person that in line should be next to DeMario is that Bond. He was drafted in the third round last year. He He's making the transition to off-ball linebacker. And this is the, the, the point I was trying to convey on Twitter. People, defenses, the days of defenses having four, three, and there being three linebackers on the field all the time or most of the time, like those days are gone. Like those days are gone. At most, in, in, in a sub-package, a team on defense will have two linebackers on the field, sometimes just one, right? So if the team goes to one linebacker, obviously we know that's DeMario. If the team goes to two, then we're thinking it's DeMario and Zach Bond. But then they right. just drafted Pete, Pete Warner in the second round. Like, you got – so I, I was just like, where does Zach Bond play? Like, you, you can't you, – where does he play? I don't know. Because theoretically, they said Zach Bond was a Mike. Yes. I don't think – I could be wrong. I don't think he played any snaps as Mike last year. Any. No, um, I, think, I think they were all – I mean, I, he, I mean, I don't know. 
I know he was. I know he. I know he became. He was on the field, but I don't think he was considered Mike. No, he wasn't considered Mike. No. And I I mean, what you just think he's just gonna take over the Mike spot this year? Uh, Okay, like show me. I'm just saying, show me that shit. And then you have Demario playing Will. Still, where does Pete Werner Pete Werner fit in? Like what? He was just drafted in the second round. You think he's riding the pond? Shit. (laughs) So, So, So I don't know. I think, and shout out to the homie Chris, hashtag white wealth, who says that it wouldn't surprise him at all if, if Zach Bond gets like cut and goes on to like another team that knows how to use him properly and he just goes on to like flourish, bro. Bro, I can see him going to like the Patriots. The Patriots, the Steelers. I can, the Steelers. <laughs> I can see him going to like, I don't know. Like, it's just so frustrating. Like, it's like, what? Because it's like it's frustrating when you see it coming, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you look, we, both me and you looked at Zach Bond was like, oh, like no, you know what I'm saying, like oh, like even 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 if they drafted him, we were like, okay, if they want to make him like a joker of the defense, move okay. him around, let like him fucking poor rush, man, a little poor man's like uh, a TJ R like, or T, TJ Watt, like yeah. you know, let let him do what he did ninety percent of the time at Wisconsin. No, they drafted him and said he's going to be an off-ball linebacker. Okay, no, you you going to be Mike Vilma? I mean, John John Vilma. Like really? What the? Stop me that shit. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was my <laughs> Zach Pond rant. Oh, that's the whole theme of last year's draft, bro. Oh, let's draft a center and put him at guard. Uh, let's draft an edge rusher and put him at off-ball linebacker. What? Like what? Anyway, let's talk about Pete Warner, um, Ohio State. I ain't got nothing to say, bro. I'm telling you, in two to three years, he won't be on the team. Pete Warner? Pete Warner won't be on the team. I promise you that. Y'all can record it and at me if I'm wrong, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) That dude will not be on the team in two or three years. He's not good. He's not good. good. He is, at best, a special teams contributor. And a, um, you know, like a backup wheel linebacker that come in. Like, Craig. He's like Craig, bro. He's Craig Robinson or Nate Stupar. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's that level. Like, it's, it, it was a terrible pick. Terrible. And I put my name on it. Like, it was an awful pick, bro. Awful. One of, one of the funniest things I did the night he was drafted is if you go you go to YouTube. You type in Pete Warner. And there's a video that big, the, like the Big Ten Network put out of top 36 Pete Warner plays, bro. <laughs> bro, I was, I watched that video. I was just, in, just chuckling down, bro. Like, <laughs> you watch, like, you watch that video. You watch all 36 plays. You will see one good play out of thir- out of 36. The rest are like. Like base minimal linebacker plays. Like this is what we expect you to do. <laughs> Just to, like you know, like wide, wide receiver makes a catch and you tackle him. You know, six yards down the field. Like that's okay. <laughs> and like they they said after he was drafted, they said like you know he hasn't he hasn't gotten beat you know for more than ten yards down the field. But like they completely didn't talk about like the national championship game. When oh, oh man, 
Was oh, that, that was him? him? Was that was him who was trying to chase down Devontae? <laughs> I just realized that was him. Oh man, get the fuck out of here, bro. Saints got to get the fuck out of here. They really, they really need to like subcontract their linebacker scouting. Like just, I don't know, like, like I don't know, go on Twitter, like go to Scott Wright or fucking, I don't know who, anybody, anybody, just do what they say. Don't follow your own scouts anymore, linebackers. Okay. They just don't do it anymore. Like here's here's what, here's the thing that's crazy. Um, the Browns took. Jeremiah O, o whatever. I'm just calling him no early linebacker six because he's not a saint. Like a couple of picks before they drafted Pete Warner. Like it is going to be very, very clear, uh, like that the Saints made a mistake. It may be, it may be clear that the Saints made a mistake in drafting Jeremiah, like not drafting him at 28. Honestly, like that that very well, very well could be the case. But mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I, I feel like they feel like they got a, a running mate in Demario Davis and Pete Warner, and I'm just like, like this guy is going to be asked to probably go against NFL tight ends in coverage, um, cover linebackers out of the flat, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, that four four speed that he tested at his pro day that does not show up on film. That's, it that's does not. Bullshit. It's bullshit. It does There's not no show way up that's on true. Film. There's no way that's true. Hey, you know what was funny about this draft? Everybody kept saying, like, no, I had no idea the Saints were trying to draft me. It's like, what the Saints are doing? Like, what? did y'all even talk to anybody? Or... <laughs> you, were they going completely off pro day numbers? I, I hope not. I think it's funny because everyone keeps mentioning, like, Sean learns his lesson, right, to a degree. Like, this, this nigga took him and, and Pete Carmichael went out to Lubbock and, and – and worked out Pat Mahomes and John Payton got like a picture taken in front of like the Texas Tech emblem that goes on fucking social media. And then Andy Reid's like, oh shit. Not today. And since then, like he they like the whole time, like the whole entire draft operation is just shut down from everybody. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. That's bullshit, bro. Like you can't tell me Sean Payton wanted Peyton Turner. Mm. You can't tell me that. You you go and watch that. Uh, presser that post after after they drafted Peyton Turner, go watch Sean Payton. That dude, he barely knew who Peyton Turner was, bro. Mm. Like, he just was he was talking. I know when Sean Payton just talking out his ass. He was just talking, like he was just saying shit. He barely could say the man name. Like he, he just was talking, bro. You, you know they had they you had know. they wanted somebody else. They wanted to move up with somebody. After that, they took they went through to their analytic, you know. Analytic board and went, whatever their prototype was, who made the grade, they took who that was. But Sean Payton didn't know who the fuck Payton Turner was. Man. You know, you, it's interesting because, like, if you go back to after they drafted Brandon Cooks in the first round, he, oh, <laughs> he could tell you what game he played three years ago versus what corner. He knew everything about Brandon Cooks. Loved him some Brandon Cooks. Loved him some Brandon Cooks. Got the love at the combine. So maybe so we we talked about this this draft being. You know, no combine. You, there, you know, there's pro days, but like there wasn't those. Pro, you know, teams couldn't come. Private workouts. Right. I don't know how this draft is going to end up, but I'm to the level like these dudes could could have traded up for Jalen Phillips. These dudes could have traded up for Caleb Furley. I would have taken the back injury. 
Brian, give me the back injury over this. Shit, give me Najee Harris. That's like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 at, least I, at least I know Najee good. Like, I know his role. Like, it, the, oh, okay. I, I know people are going to be listening to this and they're like, oh, these guys really fucking hate the same strap. Yes. 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 We do. We do. I think it, it's just it's just gross, bro. It's, it's gross. Um, and I tweeted, I literally tweeted, I said, they got rid of Anzalone and drafted a worse version of Anzalone in the second round. And people were trying to throw out, like, well, they're trying to po- post, like, RAS scores to me of, like, Anzalone's RAS score and uh, Pete Warner's RAS score. Listen, Anzalone, especially towards the tele- his career as the same you know, regress, but Anzalone was athletic as fuck. Like, he made plays on, I still remember that um, preseason game. I think it was against oh, man. the Texans. Or, I don't remember what team it was. He made an interception that he, it was like he was a free safety, and he got both feet down. He caught it. Pete Warner is not making that fucking play. There's no not. way. No. There's no way. You know what I'm talking about, too. I know exactly what place you're talking about. And I'm telling you, I watched, I didn't watch a ton of Antelone when he came out, but I remember I had to, because he barely played in college. I had to go, like, look at some other dudes. (laughs) I remember. I remember. And watch and just look for Antelone, you know what I'm saying? But at least then, you can see see it. Even when was like, okay, at least we got a linebacker that's athletic. Like, you can say that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Back then, you was like, okay, he's an athlete. We'll see how it goes. I can't even say that about uh, Pete. Like, that's why I said, bro, we got two Pete's that we go. The two Pete's. That's why I tweeted hashtag new Shanley, bro. It's just the new Scott Shanley. I think someone did you, someone tweeted about if he could just be AJ Klein. Like, that's fine. I, I, I said that. I'm like, at, yeah. at best, he'd be an AJ Klein. Like, just smart. In the right place most of the time because even AJ Klein he used to mess up the time, but you know, it's another note. Another. But just be AJ Klein, but AJ Klein was undrafted after undrafted free agent, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this man was taking this man was taking 16th overall in the draft. <laughs> 16! Uh, all right, that, let's that blew me. I was that was a Stanley Jean Baptiste type. Oh, I think you're right, man. I think you're right. Like, that was bad. He'll get playing time based on just need and DeMario needing a, a running mate. And we'll see, man. Like, he we, we he might start playing. He start blowing shit up. He start blitzing. We're like, oh, shit. All right, Pete. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But while I watched, I think, four of his games, not including the national championship. I refuse to put that on. I watch, if I put that on, I'm going, I'll go on a fucking tweet storm after that bitch. <laughs> because to me, it's like, they play Alabama. Alabama has NFL talent all over the field. So you okay. see, <laughs> you see what he's gonna be matched up against. And if, he can, is right there. and if he can't keep up with that, I'm just, just saying it might not end that well. But let's get to one of our favorite picks of the draft. Paulson Adebo from Stanford, drafted in the third round. I think they traded up and drafted him in the third round to ensure that they yeah. got him. Um I, the the first pick that I was like, okay, like I I see it, I get it. He didn't play last season; he opted out, so you had to go back to 2019 to see um to see him play. Uh, what are your thoughts on on Paulson Adebo? 
I like him a lot, man. I think he uh I think he fits the profile of what Dennis Allen wants in a cornerback. Also, I think he fits the profile of what Chris Richard has coached mm-hmm. uh in the past mm-hmm. and been successful at. Um he's long, has good speed. Uh you can see you can see his recoverability. Uh he's played a lot of man and a lot of zone. <laughs> Excuse me. Um has good good ball skills, good ball tracking skills uh, when it's in the air. Um, he's a pretty good tackler. If you watch him in zone and the way he um, his diagnosis tries to keep his eyes on the quarterback works well. Sometimes, sometimes that catches them in some bad spots. Um, I just think I think he's just looking like an all around solid cornerback prospect and had a lot of the traits that I kind of like. When I when I uh, you know study cornerbacks, um, I think I do I do think you know he does have some work to do, especially in Dennis Allen's scheme where they switch it up a lot. Um, I think he has some work to do in man coverage, and it's not that he's bad man coverage, but in man coverage your eyes are gold, so you have to be smart with where your eyes are looking because he could take his eyes off the wide receiver at times and lose them and get beat. But from what I saw, I don't, I never saw him really get beat physically. His beat was right. just, you know, maybe you focus on the quarterback too long or take your eyes off the ball. You take your eyes off the wide receiver. Um, I tweeted that, you know, he, I got some PJ vibes and people kind of took that wrong because then everybody just thinks PJ garbage. And, you know, PJ is a middle league player, but I just meant that as like, He's the guy that that is probably best early with his eyes with the ball in front of him. Yeah. Uh, whether that's playing zone or uh, it's some type of cover three, cover four look. Um, you know that that's that's his skill right now, and I think, but I think he's much better than PJ as far as like playing on the outside. Oh yeah. Yeah, much much better than PJ, and I think he has better ball skills too. I do too. I. It- I made the comparison that I, I see some CD Deuce traces him if CD Deuce played at outside corner. Mm. Like both both so both CD Deuce and uh Adebo, like they are like physical. Like mm-hmm. and they're something that jumps off on tape with Adebo's speed is his short area speed from mm-hmm. like 10 to 15 yards. Oh, it's like he is gonna be awesome, like on screens and oh, blow up, bubble screens and shit like that. He's gonna blow that shit up, blow him up, blow it up. Um, he has good coverage. Like I, it's a good pick, and um, you know, obviously he doesn't have a you know he, he set out last year doesn't have like a lot of wear and tear on him, and he has good ball skills. Yeah, he has good ball skills. Good, you know, come up with some damn good interceptions. He's physical in the run game. He can um, Stanford um, David Shaw. I mean, I'm pretty sure David Shaw. I don't know if he's a, David Shaw's a defensive dude. Uh, will send him off the edge um, on some cornerback blitzes. Uh, he would. He's going to fit into the secondary very, very nicely. Very nicely. Um, I think that like if you want like I don't know what the Saints are going to do if they're going to bring in um, Richard Sherman if they're going to bring in TJ Carey I don't know if they're I, I think it would behoove them to still bring in a vet yeah. presence um, 
But if for whatever reason, if that doesn't happen, one of the one of the training camp battles is going to be Paul Tenadibo and P-Rock if there's no veteran corner brought in, bro. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's the battle. Now, let's say it's week one and the Saints get picked to face the fucking Tampa Bay Thursday night opening game, right? And Paulson Debo won the training camp battle. Do I want Paulson, Paulson Debo against uh, Chris Chris Godwin live game? Mm. Uh, no, no, bro. But, like, this is the NFL. Like, this is the NFC South. Like, he's going to get baptized sooner or later. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. So that's why that's why I say like I, I feel more I feel more comfortable if they brought in uh, a vet corner you know Richard Sherman and TJ Carey because if not if they start like if Parson Debo wins that battle in training camp like he's going to be thrown into the fire and that's where teams are going to throw they're going to like yeah. that's a rookie corner oh, third round pick that, no, that's where they're going to go man. and I don't I, I can't make much about him on film or know enough about him to really see how his confidence is. Because that's really important. One uh, thing, what, one thing that does come across is he's a dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I see, like you said, I see more CJ in him than I did. Uh, like I remember, I remember watching PJ Williams tape before he was even drafted because I was studying him and uh, his teammate. Uh, was it Arby? Uh, who was his? Who was his teammate? Oh, it made, uh, was it was it Lamarcus Joyner? Was that the same draft? No, 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 no. That, could be the same class, but it wasn't the same team. Uh, Ronald. I keep saying Ronald RB, but it's his different last name. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I remember studying him and feeling like, oh, like PJ Williams, he get, has that panic. Yes. When he's, in, when he's in man and he get beats off the snap, it's like, Wah! it's like I'm grabbing, I'm whatever. Like, I didn't see that with, uh, with Debo. I see, I see a dude, you know, sometimes he might, you know, he might make a jam, miss the jam and get beat, but he's trying to recover. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not panicking. And I, I, I saw a dude that didn't fall into a slump. I've seen them like misplays early and then come back around and make plays. Yeah. You know, so that's important. You did, that, that was PJ's, that was uh, Patrick Robinson's. Probably oh. early in his career. Oh, huge when man! You beat, when you beat him early, he was done for the game. Done. You, he was gonna cook him all game. That's you know, right, bro. That that's right game. Beat him like a drum. You know what I'm saying? But he, you know, he's grown to be uh, better. So you know, I think we'll be all right with PJ. I mean, with uh, with P. Rob, um, Debo, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Adam Schefter did tweet out that Richard Sherman is still talking with teams, and he mentioned the Saints. So I think that would be like a nice just fit to come oh, yeah. in. He knows, he knows Chris Richard. He could, you know, translate some of the verbiage and uh, just some of the uh, technical aspects of the game uh, like Richard Sherman knows real well. So, you know, hopefully I do – I really do think they should. Like, they really should – they really need to do whatever cap maneuvers they need to do and just trying to make that happen. I ain't say pay them a million, you know, $10 million, but, you know, if you want four five million, pay that shit and bring them in because, you know, Richard Sherman – Say what you want about it. that dude is smart as fuck. Smart, and he's and he's been a good teammate uh, as oh. far as I know. Oh yeah, um, unless, unless you're Russell Wilson, but yeah, really good teammate. Uh, <laughs> um, and and the thing is, Richard Sherman 
doesn't have an agent. Like, so when he knows when he signed with San Francisco, he negotiated his own contract. Um, yeah. Um, that said, now that the draft is over, like, can we get a, a Ramcheck extension? Can we get a Marcus Williams extension? Can we get something? Like, something. Like, what are we doing? Um, but you, like, I'm easily my favorite pick of the draft and Paulson Adebo. Uh, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be all right, man. He's yeah. he's good. He's good. If so, if anyone wants to, if you want to watch him, one of the better games to watch is um, 2019. Stanford played Oregon, um, yeah. and that was against Justin Herbert. And it's so funny. Yeah. I was watching. I was watching that game, and like I was watching some of those throws that Justin Herbert was making. Bro. So the throws weren't exciting, but it was like accuracy was just like on yeah. the money. And I was, I was like, like, I was like, what's Justin Herbert? He was. I was like, what? I was like, what? I guess, like, like I think some of it's recency bias because, like, just if you just watch that game and when you watch Justin Herbert, you're like, but like, it's the accuracy where he's putting that ball. It's like he was, he was putting that ball on the money, bro. I was, I was like, like, I was like, this all makes sense. <laughs> like, this, this all makes sense. That's a that's a great game if you want to go watch Paulson and Debo because I think you you get like the full platter. Like that, it's a good game. You just want to go watch him. Um. So let's oh boy. Let's go around four, bro. Uh Saints add to the quarterback room. Quarterback Ian Book, Notre Dame. Um yeah. I have absolutely nothing to add. I have not watched any Ian Book whatsoever. I'm gonna get around to it. But I just, uh, like, I don't know. I'm like. I, I. All right. So he's not going to listen to this. But as soon as Ian Book was drafted by us, shout out to our dude, Scott Wright, who is a diehard Notre Dame fan. Diehard Notre Dame fan. And he texted me basically, good luck with Ian Book. Um, as a Notre Dame fan, I don't hate him, but I am very happy to see him leave. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, bro. Like, uh, so let me let me give let me give you Scott's quick, very quick assessment of uh, Ian Buck. I watched every snap of his career and never felt he was an NFL quarterback. Best case scenario is a Nick Mullins type of backup. Book has zero vision down the field, just misses wide open targets constantly. Uh, said that if Chase, if Chase Claypool would have been a top 20 pick instead of a second round pick, excuse me, instead of a second round pick, if it wasn't for Ian Book. That's, that's, that's his. That's our quarterback. <laughs> so, I, here, here's the thing, man. I, I I will say that historically, drafting a quarterback late in the draft, later in the draft, is usually a waste of a fucking pick. It it, they, it it just is, bro. Like, let's just call it what it is. Like, you know, it's rare you get. Uh... Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, 
Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins in the fourth round. Um, shit, was Kirk Cousins a fourth round pick? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you're right. Third, fourth. He took RG three, three, and then it was third, and, fourth. And, yeah. 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 Um, you know, it's rare. It's just rare. Like those things work out. It's very rare. Th- those, are, like to me, like we, we say, draft picks for 50-50. Drafting a quarterback later in the oh, draft. That's oh my god. It's like <laughs> point. Point five percent or something like it's, it's it's very rare, you know. And, and at least at the most, you hope they show some traits that's are tra- that are translatable. Like I said, I hadn't watched him yet. I mean, does he have a cannon arm? Is he is he athletic or I, I don't know? He is, like, what, he is athletic. He can make plays off script. Okay, all right. I mean, whatever. Like I, I, he gonna come in and learn Sean Payton offense? Like okay. I know he does. He does have a lot of starts. You would understand. He's played a long yes. time. Yes. I think they like that. I think they felt like that. The fact that he was a winner, like he they, he yeah. checked all the Bill Parcells. The Bill Parcells, like yeah, he's just played a lot of had a lot of starts, threw a lot of balls, won a lot of games. You know, probably a you know awesome guy in a, in, a, in a interview room. Uh, probably a good competitor. Could turn out to be a good backup. And yeah, and, and, that's that, good. And it's I, will, I, I will say that if he ends up being a decent backup, it's a it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Like that's what I'm saying. Like good number twos are good to have. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah. We, we, we've seen that, especially towards the end of Drew's career. We Teddy and uh, Taysom need to come in. Like you, you got to have them, or else your your whole season could go down the drain. My only issue is. You know, uh, the Saints, you know, as far as, like, their roster management, they tend to try to push those guys on the practice squad and they get snapped up, like Tommy yeah. Stevenson or whatever. Um, Tommy Stevenson, uh, who else? Uh, a, a Zigbo. Yeah. No, they, uh, cut, they cut Boston Scott. Joy Bell. Joy Bell. Yep. They, oh, I think Boston Scott was – no, they cut Boston Scott. Yeah. He got picked up on the yeah. waivers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I, but you got to hit the waivers before you get on the practice squad. So it's like, I don't know. So it's just one of those picks. Like, it would not shock me at all if he's on a waiver wire this year. Like, just a waste of a fourth round pick. Just like who was it, Nate Jamison? What was that 2018 draft? Just oh, the trail, the trail, Jamison, and all these guys. Like. <laughs> I remember those names, bro. Like <laughs> Rick, Rick Leonard in this bitch. Big Rick Leonard, you know, all them dudes was out the door, bro. So that wouldn't shock me whatsoever. That's the way this draft was when nobody knew anything and no medicals and, you know, so many players decided to stay in school and shit like that. I think they were just digging at the bottom of the barrel, bro. Come four around, it was just like, man, whatever. <laughs> I mean, then, then round five. I, I have no, I, I'm not going to watch offensive linemen. I'm just not. Uh, they go Landon Young, Kentucky. I will say though, this, this, this I'm just going to say this. I've never watched a single snap of his. Would not shock me if he may start at guard this mm. season at either spot. <laughs> at either spot. <laughs> Man, okay. We talked about training camp battles. Let's see if Reese better look out for Landon Young, bro. Man, listen, 
I know Sean Payton. I know. I know Sean. I know Sean Payton said he's gonna start off at right tackle, but unless Ram going down, like was he just gonna back up Ram? So I'm just. I know how this team is. I know where the holes are on this team. Uh, Caesar Ruiz better look out for getting the young and training camp. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, guard is one of those positions, kind of like running back, where. You can kind of find them anywhere in the draft. Yep, sure can, bro. Well, I mean, not anywhere. Apparently, not in the first round. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like sometimes yes. they just they just show up. Like they just show I mean, up, bro. Jari Evans was what a fourth rounder. Fourth rounder. Uh, Paul Nix was uh, fifth rounder. Fifth rounder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just those guys pop up out of nowhere. We had we didn't had freaking undrafted Brian De La Puente and all kind of guys like this. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I've never watched a single snap of yet of Landon Young at Kentucky. I'm not going to, but just just circle that. Just if you just if you listening to this podcast, this Reese versus Young in training camp. It's a battle. I'm going to say it right. I'm not. I'm not saying Reese ain't going to win because he's the first round pick, so he's going to get all the opportunity to win. But if Landon Young just come in and he just take that shit over, I'm just saying. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Because they they can't quit. They can't quit Pete. They they won't quit him. Won't do it. Pete Pete got some. Pete got something on somebody, bro. (laughs) He got something on somebody. Um. So. That's just an interesting little storyline to look at. Let's finish it off. Round seven, they go uh, Kwan Baker, wide right receiver, uh, South, Southern Alabama. Southern Alabama. Um, this 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 guy got juice. Mm-hmm. Juice up, man. And offense desperately needs some juice. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's not much tape on this dude. Couple of little highlights out there, maybe one full game, but you know he looks like a guy that could succeed in the Sean Payton offense. I just looked at him like I'm like, oh, this dude gonna make the team, man. Like <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if he's gonna be on the starting forty six come you know come week one, but he's gonna be on the fifty three, bro. Like this dude here is like you know he could he I mean he plays in the slot. He played in the slot like eighty percent of the time, like eighty plus percent. Um, you know, he shows some, you know, decent route running, um, stupid, like, rack, like, run after catch, just stupid, like, just be able to, you know, maneuvering in traffic and stuff like that. Dudes like that, man, they, they fit in this league, bro. So he's really thick, like, thick built, like, thick down yeah, bottom. Kind of built like a, like a running back a little bit. Like a running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, they could do something with him. He might, you know, you know, like Ty Montgomery, even though they play different positions, you know, Ty Montgomery or somebody might lose this roster spot of somebody like him because he could come in and he could do all kinds of shit. He might play in the backfield, he could catch, you know, uh, play in a slide, do all kinds of little gadget shit. I could see Sean Payton trying to look for a plan for him early after you see him in like mini camp and stuff and just doing things against uh, air and doing things against like a no defense, seven on seven and stuff like that. He's going to intrigue Sean Payton once uh, Sean Payton gets an eye on him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Without question. Um, but I think this, I mean, this, they, they drafted a wide receiver in the seventh round. 
but a, a point and shout out to our dude Greg for uh, giving me credit for the stat. Like, it's not, like, I didn't make the stat up. It's just facts. But I guess besides, you know, since 2015, the Saints have invested um, draft capital within the first two rounds of, in route receiver twice. Michael Thomas in round two, Trey Kwan in round, in round three. Um, the last route receiver that they drafted in the first round was Brandon Cooks in 2014. That's seven years ago. Yeah, man. That's seven and years only, ago. And the only draft wide receivers on the team are Mike Thomas and Trey Kwan Smith. So, Everybody else is undrafted. <laughs> say, say, say it again, Ryan. Say it again. The only two wide receivers on the team that were drafted are Mike Thomas and Traquan Smith. Yeah. Everyone else is undrafted. Everyone else. <laughs> Think about that. Besides Barker, who might bring some juice, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Including him. He was drafted like four spots before Mr. Left. <laughs> right. Well, hey, so, so, so was Colston. So, I mean. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> but I, my point is this, and I've been making this point on Twitter, and people are – what I believe is that Sean Payton feels that a lot of the offense's stagnation was the last couple of years has been due to Drew Brees' decline. So he couldn't really open the offense up. And, and I – we all know that that's part – that's true. Like, we're not yeah. we're not ending out of that. Right. But what I think his, his hubris is getting him – is that there are some times where even in playoff games, the game plan was, right, we take Mike Thomas away, we take Alvin away, then who they got, right? And we saw last year, when Mike Thomas goes down, (laughs) they had Emmanuel Sanders, he he ain't there no more. So at some – and I think Sean Payton is so confident in his offense – that can produce one that that this is so risky because one, as much as he was in decline, Drew breathing his accuracy, like he still made the offense work. He may have he wasn't able to get the ball down the field, but the offense still worked. Now you're gonna say Jameis, who at times can have accuracy issues, he for sure didn't as as a buck, is is going to make it work with Mike Thomas and Traquan. And Traquan is a was a good draft pick, but Traquan also has a very extensive injury history. Like Traquan just is hasn't played a he hasn't played a full season since he's been drafted. No, no, no. So I, it's a very like offensively they got Mike Thomas, Traquan, Alvin. Latavius, and also got Latavius. I feel like I always forget Latavius. Latavius is a good running back, but then now they're banking on Adam Troutman taking steps, Deontay Harris taking steps, Marquez Callaway taking steps, and I guess Juwan Johnson taking steps. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're asking a lot. Of James, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot. It's a it's a lot. And and counterpoint, you have a team like 
the Chiefs, you have the team like the Bucks in this in this year's draft, they got more weapons. Like in those even teams, the, even the Browns, bro. Browns adding wide receivers, they like. No, I mean, I mean Odell probably is there one more year, but yet like the like across the board, like the Browns a hundred percent have better skill positions than the Saints do. It's not close. Odell, Jarvis, uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, oh, what's the really good running back? I'm forgetting his name. Um, Nick Chubb. Chubb Nick Chubb, yeah. Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Higgins. <laughs> they drafted that sports kid who's like, runs like a 4-2. Wait, who they drafted? Oh, uh, that sports kid out of Auburn. Oh, like stupid fast. Like I, I'm just saying, man. Like, you, like you said, they're asking a lot of Jameis, and I think Sean Payton is trusting too much in his system. I'm not saying that Sean Payton's system is not good. It's great. It's been it's proven. But I just don't know what the hesitation is of adding talent to right his, to the offense and an offensive driven league. Like, let's make it great, you know. But sometimes I just think he's living in 2009, man. Like, mm. like look, like, like let's get Jeremy Shockey in there, Devery Henderson, and you know Meacham and and Colston, and we can make it work. You know, well, I'm like, man, listen, like, <laughs> I, 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 I will say though, to that point, Jeremy Shockey was a first round pick, Devery Henderson was a second round pick, Robert Meacham was a first round pick. <laughs> All those dudes was athletes, bro. Like Devery Henderson was fast. Fast. <laughs> Robert Meacham, Robert Meacham could move. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shaka could move when he was healthy. Shit. Um, I'm just, just like so. Like even if even if that's what he's the world he's living in, like you, he had the talent. Like they were, maybe they weren't complete players. Like they were specialized in their role, which was fine. But yeah. he had he had talent. You got a top five route receiver in in Michael Thomas, and hopefully he comes back healthy. He starts dominating. You got Traycon who can't stay healthy, but when he is healthy, at times he looks decent. Other times he disappears. Like that's just being real. Um, and then you got Callaway and Deontay Harris and and Alan Trauman. And I like them as players across the board. Like they all show they all show glimpses. But Deontay Harris had a neck issue that kept him out of the camp. Man, he could have won. He, he could have won that Tampa Bay game on his own if he didn't get hurt, bro. Oh, like, bro, he, they didn't. I forgot how he just started that game. I remember I tweeted before that game like X factor of the playoffs is Deontay Harris. Like he yep. has to be that X factor, and he started that game like he saw saw my tweet. Yep. He was just like, I'm yeah. gonna take this bitch over. You know, then he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. But that's been it, like, especially on offense, because he's a small guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no disrespect. He's just a small guy. And he's going to get hit, you know? So, you know, I mean, I don't, I just don't know how much you could depend on him, especially on offense. Like, how much can you really depend on him? That's why I just was hoping they go and draft, like, a, a dude, somebody that can get downfield, man. Like, I, I really, I, it's so, it's funny, it's so funny because you, you mentioned, like how they were just kind of like this draft was on the auto draft. I really think like they were banking that Dwayne Estridge is going to be there at sixty, bro. 
I really do, Bear. I really I think, do. Bear. I think they were breaking order, and there, and then he was taking it like fifty-four or something by the fucking Seahawks. Like, don't y'all already got Tyler Lockett? Y'all got DK? Like, what you... oh my god! <laughs> and then you got. No, they... no and they need uh, defense. <laughs> no, they need defense and an offensive line. They're like, nah, we gonna we gonna get <laughs> another speed wide receiver. God damn it, man! I really. I really yeah. feel, and then, but you know what? After that, I was like, "Well, we'll just take old Terrace, man. Bring old Terrace." Fucking <laughs> Panthers is like, Boop, never mind. It is so funny because shout out to our, our dude Travis. He said that was a clap back for uh, the whole Tommy Stevens <laughs> shit. <I'm> like, <laughs> he said they they plotted that shit for a year, nigga. Like, oh, we got something for y'all ass, yeah. <laughs> they came out like, "Bloop, got him." I saw that shit. I was like, oh, that's cool. So, so I guess I, I'll ask you this question. Um, and I don't think there's not a whole bunch out there the wide receiver market, bro. Because I, I looked after the draft. I was like, who's out there as a free agent? Shit, it's bare. Um, but if you could add either a bet corner or a bet wide receiver to this team, which position are you adding? I'd probably still go corner, bro. Even though we need wide receiver inches. But there ain't nothing out there. Wide receiver, no. bro. bro. You got to for stuff. The only, the only only player I saw when I went down that list, I was like, shit, can we get can we get Kenny to come home? Kenny still? Oh, Kenny, Kenny still out there? Yeah, Kenny out there, bro. I, I bring Kenny home quick. Drew, Drew ain't there no more. Like, he Drew ain't there no more. Drew ain't there. Oh. Like, I bring Kenny quick, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I would go corner as well. Um, I'll say I'll say this. You, you tweeted this to, to me earlier about what Tony Pauline said on, on the pod when he came on. I was like, man, this could be the end of the Saints. Like, it's looking kind of dire out there. I will say that if the Saints go into, like, this just malaise of just bad, right? Because we've, we've had it good as shit, right? Like, let's be yeah. real. Like, we've had it good. But if they go to this malaise of bad, let let's be honest of a lot of what have played into that. That's the 2018 draft. That's 2020 yeah. draft, and potentially this year's draft. Like that, these these three drafts. Even 2019 was a good draft. They got Eric McCoy. They got CD Deuce. They didn't, and they didn't even have a first rounder because they traded up for Marcus. But whatever. So. If the team is not as – if the team goes bad, those – these potential three drafts – well, we for sure know 2018 – 2000 last year's draft, still we got to see, but not looking great. Like, Adam Troutman showed me some shit, but, like, I need to see more. Like, it's, yeah. I, I love that he's the, the, the best blocking tight end in, in the league. Go run down the field, catch some fucking passes, bro. I need, I need yeah. some juice. Um, in this year's class, if it doesn't work out, if you want to, people want to like, oh, where did the Saints go bad? Like, God, where? Those are the three things right there to me. And what's going to happen is they're going to be like, oh, it's the salary cap. The salary cap was trash. Nope. Blah, blah, blah. Nope. Nah, bro. Like, it's not adding the talent. That's it. That, that's, that's it. That's supplementing the talent, man. Not supplementing the talent efficiently. And it, it, it always catches up. It's why we had those 79 seasons. You know, they just drafted like shit. 
So, uh, I mean, we'll see, bro. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if you want to cover UDFAs. Oh, I mean, we could talk. And, yeah, we could talk about what one thing I did tweet. I said, man, I'm, I'm ready for Jeff Holland to become a GM. Can Jeff go somewhere? Get, <laughs> tired of Jeff, bro. Go, go uh, GM. <laughs> I, I just I just say it's cold out there, Ray. Like, I don't know. I don't know because who, who you going to bring? Who they going to make uh I don't even know who they're going to turn into the gym. Like, who's <laughs> going to have Sean Payton running the draft? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, we can talk about UDAs. Uh, I know you watch you, – I watched some uh, – I watched some Trill Williams. Um, oh, I haven't watched him. Okay. he He's very intriguing. Very intriguing. Um, from Syracuse, play nickel, play safety, kind of that hybrid secondary type player. Um Kind of like a bigger CD Deuce, but obviously not as fast, not as, as explosive. I th- like. I think he could potentially find a, a way for him to get on the team. Like, he could he about- like could he at least be like a spell for um, Mel- Malcolm Jenkins? Like eventually. Yeah, potentially. I gotta watch more of them. There's not a whole bunch of them, but yeah, I could potentially see that. Um, he's, he kind of plays a little stiff. But he's, but he's like, he's very imposing because huh. he's he's a bigger bigger type of nickel type of player. Um, I know you were t- tweeting about the was it the defensive tackle from Washington that they got? Oh, Josiah Bronson. Yeah, um, yeah, he's just you know, just a big you know, like big powerful guy. Plays three tech, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like they seem to get one of these dudes every year. Yeah, Malcolm Brown, yeah, Shy Tuttle. Um, and they kind of coach him up and they get him they get him into the, the squad. Like, I don't know. He looks like one of the next one of those guys. Like Ryan Nielsen gonna get him in there and they're gonna coach him up because he's he's athletic, he's big, strong, you know, stout, uh kind of low to the ground, nice arm length and all that shit. So uh he he's somebody I could see probably, you know flashing during the preseason and shit like that and then you know making the squad he was a guy I liked I liked um uh who else did I watch uh I watched did I watch Shaq Smith no I couldn't find any t- I couldn't find very much tape tape on linebacker Shaq Smith but he was at Clemson and then he left and went to Maryland I mean I don't know what to say about that I mean <laughs> but you know he was a linebacker at Clemson. I guess you can say that much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Um, it, it, there's a tight end, uh, Dylan uh, Suerner. Yeah, he's uh, he's a, like a blocking specialist. Yeah, I mean, he played at Iowa. I don't know if that was because of Iowa because mm. pretty much like all they did was block and run the ball. But I watched some of him. He did catch some passes. It's something there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what he'll be. But, you know, you can see there's something there. But I didn't see, like, Jimmy Graham type athleticism that's hidden or something like that. He, he'll he be more of, like, your standard tight end. Uh, but, yeah, you know, they, they signed a bunch of guys. We'll see. But, you know, Trill Williams, that's a guy to look at. Uh, Dylan Sorner and Shaq Smith. Uh, Stevie Scott, the running back, I watched a little bit of him. I could see some juice. I could see him. Kind of competing with uh Washington for the running back oh, spot. Dwayne. Back up. Yeah, like just, you know, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? 
but I didn't see anything that popped out to me. But uh, yeah, so we'll see, bro. Like these old 2021 Saints. <laughs> oh. Bro, after the I will say after this draft class, this this season about to be shitty boo boo. <laughs> shitty boo boo, bro. Yeah, they, I, at some point, they kind of deserve it, bro. They gotta they gotta take their <laughs> bad medicine, man. They gotta yeah, take like med- for sure. I yeah, I get that for sure. I I I understand some of that. Like they've never like Sean Page never had like a five win season. You know what I'm saying? Like I, right. I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how the city will react to that. Like a four or five win season under Sean P. Because seven and nine is kind of like, oh, we just right there. We just got to win a couple of close games. But we, we, you, you win about four games only. It's like, woo. <laughs> let's go get out. And, and and it's so funny because the thing is, um is there's kind of like this debate on Twitter, like, like as a fan, like, what, like, what do you want? Like, do you want the team to be competitive and competing for a wild card spot so you can maybe get in the playoffs and maybe like not advance or, you know, not advance after you get in the playoffs or do you just want, like, do you, do you just want to be bad? Just, I want top five bad. It's, a, it's such an interesting, I mean, I guess most people say, like, I'm a fan. I want my team to win. And I get that. But part, part of me understands where that logic comes from, too. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's hard to say, man. Like, you know, there's no guarantee. You pick the top three, you're going to get the quarterback you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we don't even know what the quarterback, we don't know what the quarterback class looks like next year. Ugh. I mean, just look at the past, man. You can look at the past 15 years. And look at the quarterbacks taking in like the top five, and it's like they ain't even on any teams no more. You know, like the vast majority of them. it's just crazy, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's in... so ah, it's cold out there. I told people, <laughs> you know, post Drew Brees, and <laughs> just be happy what we had, bro. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. You know, but. It's, it's it's all interesting to me. I just I enjoy the whole process, but I'm glad I'm glad I didn't dive too deep, and study like <laughs> 80, 90 players like I used to do, bro. Because I'd have been pissed. I think I I think I probably looked at twenty, like probably twenty five to thirty dudes total, right? That's good. That's good. And even next year, not even doing that. <laughs> not. <laughs> They gonna do you wrong, bro. Bro, no. oh, right? Wrong. They couldn't even give me baby. They couldn't even give me mini mini DK. Like nobody, man. Not a single person, bro. Not a single person. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna do the uh, the opening up the Christmas present and getting socks. That's not happening again, bro. Just, no. <laughs> they this year's draft class is. I'm, I'm retired from the game. I'm hanging, hanging my hat, hanging my hat up. I'm retired, bro. No. The game, the game ain't in me. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> oh, they they, they done whooped it out, your boy, bro. <laughs> Pete Warner, fuck, fuck out of here. Pete. Fuck that shit. Mm-mm. 
But look, listen, if you think we're being harsh, this is what I this is what I want anyone to do, especially about the Pete Warner pick. Go watch those those top thirty six plays. Go watch them. Top thirty six Pete Warner. Go watch that shit. <laughs> if you come away, best plays. It's best plays at Ohio State. Go watch that. <laughs> if you come away back with anything less than that's his thirty six best plays. <laughs> Please block me back. Just block me back. Don't want to converse with you. Converse with you at all. I don't. Um, that said, I don't even know. Like, is there a rookie minicamp? I don't even know what's even. Ha- I don't even know what's even. even happening. Uh, uh, there should be. I mean, they're not old and out or nothing like that. So we should so, get some news in the next two weeks. So what's also be really interesting is that a lot of the players um, who opted out or who, a lot of the players who got cut or didn't get a chance to play last year because of how weird last season was, there's going to be a lot of tryouts of, like, college players who kind of maybe went through the cracks last year trying out for teams this year at rookie camp. That was a point that Tony Pauline um, had, had been making the last couple of weeks, that this upcoming rookie minicamp around the league going to be a lot of, lot of players – there are a lot of players who kind of fell through the crack that either didn't get drafted or whatever, just because of how weird the season was last year due to COVID, or maybe they got drafted late, but they got cut because of COVID, whatever, right? A lot of interesting tryouts probably going to be happening in a week or two around the league. Man, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, we'll see, yo. We'll see. So we'll get, we'll get some news soon. Um, you know, I was actually about to say, like, you know, it's gonna be. I, I don't even want to follow a training camp this year, but like, we got a pot to do. Like, I gotta, I gotta follow a training camp, bro. <laughs> I was just just gonna tune it all out. But no, for our for our listeners, we, we gonna we gonna follow training camp and do that, all that, and break it down with you guys. Also, so shout out to all our our people who won during the during the live stream, the raffle, um, David. How's I gotta figure out how to send your Tumblr overseas? Don't worry about it. Our dude Rod, um, Rod Fedrick, uh, gonna send you your Tumblr when it's ready. Um, but Jessica Clement, who won the the Saints either T-shirt, um, Disney T-shirt or Marvel shirt, um, I sent you a, an email uh, to reach out to you because you are our, our raffle winner. I haven't heard back from you yet. Um, so if you could. DM Ryan or myself, uh, you know, answer the email back, whatever it may be, so we can set up uh, getting you the T-shirt um, that you won. Uh, so shout out to all our winners. That the the live stream was fun, fun ass time. Um, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, spending time with you guys, talking about the draft and just experiencing it organically. Um, potentially next year we might do a little draft party in Vegas. Um, maybe Ryan probably won't show up even if we do. But probably, probably won't. But you know that's that's a year away. But anyway, football is is coming in a way. There'll be the rookie minicamp next couple of weeks. Then uh, OTAs is when is OTAs? Oh, I don't know. It's soon enough. Soon enough. Um, And then training camp, and then football. We be here before we fucking know it. So uh, that's the draft recap. And we'll be back with more content these next couple of weeks. Thanks for our listeners. With that, 
We're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.